Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are continuing our study of the first chapter of the Navi Habakkuk, the Prophet Habakkuk. And uh, last time we did uh, through verse 11, so today we are going to start with verse 12 until the end of the chapter. Just to remind you, in the first chapter, Habakkuk, the Prophet, excuse me, looked around at the city that he lived in. He saw injustice. He saw oppression of the rich against of, of the rich against the poor. He saw what unfortunately we often see way too much that the the um, evil people prospering despite their oppression of the poor and the and the good people. And he asked God, why don't why don't you do something? The reason why people are turning away from you is because you allow injustice to go. If it, it to you allow injustice to exist, if only you would intervene, and then it would be obvious that those that that perpetrate evil will suffer, and those that do good will will get rewarded, and then then everyone will believe in God. This is a question we often deal with. We often ask, and God answered by saying, "Look around you, Habakkuk. Look around you, people of Israel." There is a nation called Babylon that is uh, stirring up. They are rising and they are coming and they are attacking the countries around them, conquering the world, the known world, the Middle East, so to speak. And they're going to come to you too. But they're attacking ruthlessly. They're killing people right and left. They're destroying nations with no respect, no regard. And this is how the punishment is going to come. Because these people... I'm allowing them, because, because you are corrupt, I'm allowing them to come and attack you. But once I allow them to do it, it's in their hands. They decide, they make the mistake and say, we have, we have the strength, we have the power. They look forward, run forward, rush forward and crush their enemies, even though it would then cause indiscriminate suffering. And, and, and God mentioned he, in other words, the people of Babylon, is going to rush like the wind and when he looks at what he's doing instead of attributing his success to the fact that I'm allowing him to do it God says instead of him attributing his success to the fact that I'm allowing him to perpetrate this punishment he is looking at his own God meaning his own strength himself the pagan gods which are really a product of their own hands they look at themselves and give themselves their own credit Immediately now, in verse 12, Habakkuk then is horrified, as you can well imagine. This is not the kind of justice that I was looking for. This is not the kind of justice that I was saying. And Habakkuk then addresses God and says as follows, You God, my holy, holy God, my holy God, you have been around forever. You are the one that has always been. You have all the power. You have everything. Lo namus, don't let us die. You have placed him, you placed the people of Babylon to come for justice. You have allowed them to become a rock of, 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 of punishment. So if they're going to come punish, don't let them be marauders and punish ruthlessly and kill all of us. That's not the point. That's not what I was asking for. God, you of pure eyes, you cannot look upon evil. You do not want to see evil. You are unable to look at, at, um, at oppression and, and, and wrongdoing. Now this is, sounds somewhat presumptuous of the prophet. How does he know that God has pure eyes and cannot look at evil? 
But this is what Havakuk is saying. This is how he imagines God to be. How could you see such evil and let it happen? Lama tabit bogdim. Why is it that you can look at all of these rebellious ones, tacharish, and then remain quiet? Then you remain quiet. When the evil person destroys and swallows up and devours one who is more righteous than he. And here he's saying more righteous than he because he, he even he recognizes that although he saw so much oppression and so much um, injustice and so much corruption in his own city, still the terrible, terrible destruction that the Babylonians were wreaking upon the nations that they conquered was so much worse than that. How do you allow them to come and destroy the people of Israel, the people of Judah? Vatasa Adam, and you make human beings like the fish. Like, like the creepy crawly things that have no, there's no rulership over them. Some think that this means that there's no one protecting them. I think this means Lomo Shelbo. They don't have choice. So when a fisherman collects fish, he just collects tons and tons of fish. There's no differentiation between one and the other. There's no good fish and bad fish. There's just fish. And the Babylonians are destroying nations in that same way. Kulo, he continues in verse 15, Kulo he Allah. He pulls them all up on his line. Bichaka is his, his fishing line. He pulls them up, all up in his, in, his, in his trap, in his net. And he gathers them in, in, his, in, his, um, in his net. And then he gets really, really happy. I caught all these fish. That's what the Babylonians are doing. I'm going to conquer the whole country. I'm just going to gather all those people just like he gathers fish. And then, what does he do? He thinks that it is his trap, it is his net that is what gave him the power. And he goes and he brings sacrifices to his net as if his net is his God. And he brings incense and worships the, the trawl, the net that he used to capture the fish. Because it is through these things that, 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 that his portion becomes fat, that he gets, so, he gets wealthy off of these things. So, and what is it that the Babylonians are doing with their utensils of war, with their horses and chariots and swords and so on? They are getting to the point where they, they believe in themselves. They believe in their own power. They don't know, they don't realize that it's coming from you, God. And he, it also makes his, his food healthy and strong in other words Kivahema because and he, he looks at his net and he brings he worships his 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 utensils because through them he gets fat good healthy food Ha'alkein Yorik Hermo are you gonna allow this to continue he said the, the the prophet turns to God for this are you gonna allow him to empty his net and keep all those fish Vitamid and continue Laharogoyim to go around and destroy all of these nations. Remember, it is always the job of the Prophet not just to look at his own nation, but to look at all the nations that are suffering at the hands of the Babylonians. Are you gonna allow him to continue excuse me, to continue this way and destroy all of these nations, Lo Yahmol, without any mercy? That's what he's doing. He's going and conquering and destroying without any mercy at all. How God can you allow this to happen? Chavakuk here recognizes now all of a sudden that when God leaves justice in the hands of people, this is what happens to people. And then Chavakuk turns to God and says, how could you allow this to happen? How could you allow human beings to wreak such destruction? 
This concludes chapter one. Thank you so much for studying chapter one uh, with us. Looking forward to studying chapter two together.